When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. DNVR bar where the A stands for a new leaf, a new year, a new Broncos. Maybe that's we can't just be saying A in front of things. Well, but like it's a classic New Year thing to say, like turning over a new leaf. Isn't a new a word as well? Ooh, we yeah. start anew. Yes, exactly. There you go. Yeah, I, okay. I have your back, Ryan. Oh, okay. I'm here to help. I should uh, just brainstorm this with you guys before the show starts. Um, no, it's funner to yeah. just you know say how bad yours are. All right, fine. Yeah, it's a yeah, good yeah, bit. yeah, yeah. Um, but is it a different Broncos? I mean, zero and one in the new year. But a good zero and one. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes, yeah, so a one and zero moral. Uh, <clears throat> that's for sure. I oh god, do I want to bring this up? Maybe not. I won't bring it up. Uh oh. I won't. I won't restart conversation. Yeah, if it's down one path, let's not. Let's not. Okay. Um. So, a lot of reporting came out over this weekend, and the biggest report that came out was that this show is presented by DraftKings Sports. It's true. Impressive. (laughs) Shefty had it first, but then Mm. Rap was on it. Pelissero came in. Kind of crazy that Pelissero didn't have it since he gets all the Broncos stuff. But they were like, "Yep." Sources say Broncos show in the new year. Still presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Mm, yeah. So shout out to our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, where I just continue to make money off of Nikola Jokic. There we go. Mm-hmm. I literally trust him more than any person in my life other than Allie. Wow. There's no way you trust Allie more. No offense, Allie. No offense, Allie. I do. It's I Nikola do. Jokic. definitely offense there. You can't say something like no, that. I mean, it's Nikola no Jokic. Yeah, it is. It is. Like, there's, there's... There's no nothing more steady. I mean, I trust no, him nothing. more to like shoot a late game shot. Okay, I, I thought <laughs> I that too. had been assumed. I but do like, too. with my life, you know, it's like Ali and then Jokic. Okay, wow. if you're sure. Um. Anyways, DraftKings Sportsbook, get over there. Use the code DNVR. All right, a lot of stuff came out over the weekend about this Broncos coaching search, and very notable things. In fact, right now it, there's really only two names going back and forth, depending on who you listen to or who you hear from. And I think it was the top, at least two of the three names for all of us on our head coach hot board. Of course, it's Sean Payton and Jim Harbaugh. Zach, why don't you just take us through some of the news that came out around the search over the weekend? So there's a lot that's going Mm -hmm. on. The first and most recent news that happened is the Broncos have indeed reached out to Jim Harbaugh to let them know that they are interested in talking to him about their head coach opening. That's the most concrete news that we have in this coaching search so far. And it's a guy who last week we all put as our number one choice for the Broncos. And that was a, that's a big swing for them. And we know they're interested in them. We also found out kind of along these lines that the Broncos are going to be ultra aggressive and do whatever they need to, to land their top candidate. 
That's no surprise. I mean, we, we knew that, but when it comes from an Adam Schefter like it did yesterday, then it just makes it official. Yep. And that's what we found out. So then Jim Harbaugh makes a lot of sense. Sean Payton makes a lot of sense. And with Sean Payton this weekend, we also found out uh, that um, what people around Adam Schefter believe that Sean Payton's the front runner, or some people that Adam Schefter has talked to believe that Sean Payton is a front runner for this Broncos job and that the Saints are going to want a pretty penny for him, uh, pretty much a first-round pick plus. Okay, so let's start with Harbaugh, mm-hmm. who, of course, played and lost the game this weekend. And I had to laugh at people in my mentions, and I think your guys' mentions too, that was like, did you see him coach that game the other night? Are you sure you want him to be the head coach? And it's like, <sighs> like I don't know. I was thinking, like, um, was Pete Carroll's last game at USC the one that they lost to Texas in the national championship? I don't know. Was it? I was just thinking, like, would they, were they saying that about Pete Carroll after that? And see, I'm going to use the exact <clears throat> same reasoning that I used yesterday to say one game doesn't make a coach or, or job more attractive <coughs> or less attractive. Just like one game as a coach doesn't make it better or worse. He was in the semifinals, for yeah. goodness sake. Undefeated. And made, a, made it a really good game. By the way, guys, that third quarter was maybe the most electric third quarter of football I've ever watched. It was so much fun. I this, I had TCU Moneyline. Mm. Um, and I was sweating so hard when that game got out of control because it was just like they had it. It was in control. Like they're outplaying them. Yeah. And all of a sudden, just the floodgates open. And it was just like... The momentum is just hanging on, like, uh, you know, just on a thread. Could go either mm-hmm. way at any moment, but insane, insane game. I yep. did I did my classic. I When Michigan was down, I took him plus 8.5, oh, plus 11.5, plus 13.5. Oh, no. So at the end of the game, I, I was feeling good. I was like, okay, we're good either way. There you go. That's oh, good. I was nice. about to cash out my TCU up 21 to 9, was it, yeah. at halftime? about to cash that out and just throw it on michigan money line. <laughs> oh, wow you played it right yeah. Yeah. i just had the tcu georgia money line parlay i had and that I, too i almost hit my sgp but i had under 68 and a half that's the one piece that didn't hit in that yeah. tcu almost game. 68 and a half in the third quarter <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. like everything was looking great 68 and a half like that's an alternate like minus 450 or something and uh, that third quarter just blew it and only 30 points in the first half yeah <laughs> crazy anyways uh he loses that game and i just i keep coming back to the fact that i i assume and this is assuming Mm -hmm. i assume he thinks that he's taken michigan about as far as he can go now you could live in a world where they beat tcu and they're playing against georgia in the national title game but i also think watching georgia and ohio state and Michigan TCU, like the winner of whatever Georgia Ohio State did, was going to be the national champion. Those looked like the two best teams in the country to me. Um, and I think there's a real chance that if he's the number one guy for the Broncos, mm-hmm. he ends up being the head coach. But the big question is, is he the number one guy? Because you have pro football talk again. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. They're not, you know, the end all. We, that was on the tailgate, but they're not the end all be all. Yeah. But. <clears throat> they put out Jim Harbaugh, next Broncos coach, book it. Then you've got Shefty saying he thinks Peyton, obviously Shefty a little bit more of a mm-hmm. reliable resource. Uh, he thinks Peyton is the favorite, although he didn't well, like. He didn't say it full, like that. He though. didn't. He didn't fully like yeah. report Sean Peyton as the favorite. He yeah. says, uh, rumblings. Yeah, didn't you say like people I've talked, people yep. I've talked to believe he's the favorite? Every insider. Yep. You have to look at every word they say because they will make sure they have outs if they aren't fully confident (laughs) in something. Well, what it sounds like is there's GMs or executives in the league who think that Sean Payton is the most likely answer for the Broncos. And And that that feels good to me. Feels good to hear that. I I think that there is a difference, though. If Schefter would have said he believes he's the front runner, I'd be like, okay, Sean Payton's the front runner because we know how connected Adam Schefter Mm -hmm. is. But since he he did give himself an out, so I... Don't necessarily. I'm, I'm not taking that and running with it, saying that Sean Payton's the favorite. Okay, oh, so oh. why don't we wrap, finish this segment by going through who you think the favorite is, and then we'll we'll go into the second talking about who we want to be the favorite. I think the favorite right now is Jim Harbaugh. He, he's the one confirmed that the Broncos have reached out to right away, and there's a huge part of this that we haven't dove into, and maybe we'll get into that more in the second. But Jim Harbaugh 
All you have to do is give up a ton of cash. Sean mm-hmm. Payton, you got to give up a ton of cash and a first-round pick plus. And to me, these guys, it, I personally, well, I, we'll get into that later, but I, I think these guys are close enough where when you're talking about giving up a first-round pick and more, that that's, that's a, a deal-breaker if you get to choose between the two. I agree from my perspective, but I'm flipping mine. I think Sean Payton's the favorite now. And I think the reason that Schefter hedged the way he did is because if he comes out and says Sean Payton is the favorite for the job, I hear that as almost like it's, it's imminent. Like it is, it is on the way. Things are working in that direction. And I think Schefter just doesn't want to put his name on it because as soon as he says he's the favorite, then when somebody else gets hired, everything gets flipped around. I don't think it's like a... He is a betting favorite. Like, he has minus odds. It's better than 50%. I just think that if you look at everybody in the race, Harbaugh is or, – sorry, Sean Payton is probably at the front. Um, I, I would still take Harbaugh, I think, even just straight up as a coach, regardless of what you have to give up. Um, but when you throw in trading away the first-round pick and whatever else you've got to give up, personally, I would I, – I still think Harbaugh makes more sense. I think Sean Payton's the favorite, though. I also think – Uh, that Sean Payton is the favorite. And I was going back and forth on this, and I was trying to think why they would choose one or the other as the favorite. And there's also an a potential that they haven't even decided yet. Like, they might say, we want one of Sean Payton or Jim Harbaugh. We know that. And I think maybe they want to get in a room before they decide who their favorite is. Um, But as I was thinking about it, I thought, one... Sean Payton is definitively a pro football coach, an NFL coach. Mm-hmm. With Harbaugh, there's that little bit of, okay, well, he's going to have to readjust to the pro game. And while I think he could and will, it's, a, it's just a little bit of a variable. <clears throat> and then I also think there has to be a little bit of influence, <laughs> especially from the Walton Penner group, who is new to this, that like all season long it has been – out there that Sean Payton is the number one candidate to get the next job. You know what I mean? To the point where it's like, they've been hearing that since, I don't know, week three when we started talking about potentially firing Nathaniel Hackett. It's like, well, maybe you could get Sean Payton. Maybe you could get Sean Payton. And I think over that time, you have more time to kind of fall in love with the idea of Mm -hmm. Sean Payton being your next head coach. But I do think that this isn't one of those Bronco searches and we've gone through a Bronco search before where there was an odds on favorite before the damn thing even started. And that person ended up getting the job and it was just like, everything else is just song and dance. I think they know they want two of the top two big name, one of the top two big name candidates, Harbaugh or Peyton. Mm -hmm. And they're going to say, all right, we'll let, we'll let the interview process Mm -hmm. break the tie here or have an influence. Which is probably what it should. I mean, it should you, you, you should uh, um, have it have the interview have some impact, but it, it really is crazy how there's mm-hmm. a top two and then kind of just nothing else right now. Yeah, and th- there's no reason the Broncos can't believe that they can get one of these two guys. Yep. And let's dive into this more. But first, I got to tell you about our friends over at Breckenridge Brewery. You're probably proud of the Broncos right now, the way they fought the Chiefs. You want to get yourself some Broncos Country Pale Ale? They've got it. They've got so many good beers. And I'll tell you what, there's one coming out, I believe, tomorrow, which you need to keep your eyes out for. We're talking about a Broncos beer. Maybe it's uh, along those lines, just uh, in, a, in a different fashion. So keep your eyes out uh, on breckbrew.com. Check out your local liquor stores. Come by the bar, see us, and check out some Breck Brew. Go to breckbrew.com to get their beer locator where you can find all of the delicious beers that Breckenridge Brewery has. And, of course, it's the official beer of DNVR. And also, uh, go get yourself some insurance. Uh, it's good to be insured because bad things happen to everybody um, and when they happen, <laughs> you want to be insured because yes. hope is not good. There you go. That's why, because That's you why. can't just hope to be healthy. Um, I guess we don't need to list all the things that could cause you to need insurance today. We can do that again tomorrow. But uh, you know how it works. Something bad happens. They bail you out. Uh, this is an insurance plan through uh, uh, Denver, Denver Health. Health Medical, which is designed for people who 
are maybe off their parents' insurance at this point or have a job that doesn't supply insurance, those sorts of things, that their plans are among the, the most affordable on the market. They all include adult dental and vision. They offer, uh, like I said, lower monthly premiums than the rest of the market with new mental health benefits for your regular copay. So many awesome perks that you guys should go check out. And uh, you can do that by giving them a call at 303-602-4912 or going to Denver Health Medical Plan. Dot org. All right. Let's jump into this. Well, actually, there's a little report oh. out here coming Ooh. out. Can we from play like the breaking news sound, Allie? Do you have anything? Yeah, basically the horn. Oh, that's depressing breaking news. That's like one of the Broncos higher. Who would that be? I'm trying to think of like a fifth tier guy without being offensive. Yeah, I don't know. I just imagine like a a composer's like play the horn. I have this one. Hold on. You're dropping news. It's more like a reveal. I want that's like a reveal. Right. All right. Well, yeah. we'll DNVR we'll special report coming in, <laughs> uh, posted 17 minutes ago from oh, The geez. Athletic. Sources close to Harbaugh believe it's a done deal if he gets an NFL offer. So not necessarily Broncos specific, what? but isn't one, and one of the things that you pointed to, Ryan, earlier was, um, has Jim, will Jim Harbaugh be ready to leave Michigan? This uh -huh. report uh, says... Absolutely, he will be ready to leave. And that's kind of where I was because I, I, we said it last week how it just seems like Harbaugh's done it all pretty much at Michigan. He's given back to, to his alma mater as much as he possibly can for the most part. <clears throat> and now this says if he gets an NFL offer, he will be out. And I think that's a major hurdle that – according to The Athletic, is is going to happen. And to me, I might be willing to say now he's the favorite. <laughs> I think that might have changed your answer because that was kind of – Ryan kind of hinted at this, but is Sean Payton going to be coaching in the NFL next year? Yeah, probably. I think there's a small chance he sits one more year out because he doesn't find the fit or whatever. He's probably just going to be coaching in the NFL. That was one of the big questions with Harbaugh is, is he even interested in leaving? And even if he shows interest, is it just to get more money from Michigan? And, and that's why – he just wasn't as much of a candidate for any NFL opening, but now that's over. Yeah, I'll, I'll say, I'll say Harbaugh's the favorite now. Change my Sorry, answer. that was last segment. Um, uh, this segment is about. I'm the only one on Harbaugh. Let's go. <laughs> this segment is about oh, who's it. your favorite. So you can Second take that segment. stance. Mm, um, okay. Because, well, first of all, that is very notable, and I only think that would come out like I'm starting to lean with Henry a little bit in terms of who the favorite is. I only think that would come out if they felt that was imminent. Sorry, that was last that yep, was uh, yep. that was last I segment. Know. You guys nothing are I Sean do. Payton. Damn it. Um but I do feel like he's got to be thinking the only higher height I can reach is winning a national championship. Can I do that? And like Alabama was in a down year this year and Watch they yourself. still didn't uh, like Alabama had one of their worst years in a long time this oh, year. My, I'm I'm out of here. And they still weren't, weren't able. They, they drew TCU. They got pretty much the best yeah, they opportunity did. they ever could uh, to win a national championship, and they didn't do it. And I, I, I think that Jim Harbaugh probably feels that deep down inside. Um, someone was lip-reading on the sidelines. They said that they thought Jim Harbaugh said to J.J. McCarthy, we'll be back. Oh. But he could just be talking <laughs> about Michigan. He would say that regardless. Of course, well, of course. I mean, yeah, you think he's thinking about his NFL future <laughs> on the sideline there? I think, yeah, I think they got John Foxed. Oh wow! I think yeah. they lost that game because Jim was already uh, were, uh, were the packing up his office. Were the Bears happy uh, when they got John Fox? Kinda. No, I think the Bears were happy. Yeah, they, they, they yes. had wanted oh, him for, for for that. That's why they were already talking to him. So the Broncos would be happy from that. Yes. Yeah. Also, I mean, I should have seen this coming that today would turn into a conspiracy theory. At some point, there was going to be a conspiracy theory when we're talking about all these <clears> like. What, what could they possibly be thinking? <laughs> what are their motivations? We were overdue. It's true. Made it through a segment, but here it was. Offseason, and it is basically the offseason, yep. uh, yes. is, is all about conspiracies. Oh, of course. So of course it, it is. <laughs> so are you, are you your personal favorite, Sean Payton? Let me read to you guys a couple names here. Okay. I want you to tell oh, me wow, what you... Oh, wow. You're going off the, wow. off the two? What does that mean? You're not going to go to Harbaugh or Payton for your... No, no. I, I just want you guys to listen to these names. 
Okay. Okay. There's about 20, so just bear with me. Jordan Love, Jordan Brooks, Patrick Queen, Isaiah Wilson, Noah Ig- Igbenogeny. Igbenogeny. That doesn't seem right, uh, but maybe I'll trust ta- you. Maybe we're talking about Jeff Gladney. No, it wasn't. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Montez Sweat, Jonathan Abram, Jerry Tillery, LJ Collier, DeAndre Baker, Caleb McGarry, Nikhil Harry. That rhymes. Greg Newsom, Rashad Bateman, Peyton Turner, Eric Stokes, Gregory Russo, Odafe Owe, Joe Tyron Shoyinka, Jermaine Johnson, Devin Lloyd, Devontae Wyatt, Cole Strange, George Karlaftis, Daxton Hill, Lewis Seed. Let me just start. Do any of those names blow you away? NFL superstars. No, not, not blow superstars. You away. Certainly not. Okay. Um, some good players. Some good players. A lot of good players. A lot of no names? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, get, I mean, I did the draft pod. I, more uh, no, okay, more guys who haven't made their mark in the NFL. I was going to say, for, yeah, got to view it from an NFL perspective, not exactly. A eighty percent, eighty percent of them at least should be starters in the NFL. Okay. Yep. You know what those who the who they are? Last five picks or ten picks or so of last twenties and on. Last six picks of the last okay. four drafts. Yep. That one of those guys. A Isaiah Wilson, a Jeff Gladney, he a Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. That is the caliber of player the Broncos are likely giving up by giving a first-round pick to the New Orleans Saints for Sean Payton. Stop. It is stop, not. Stop, stop, stop. We are not talking about superstars here. We're talking about a very end of the first-round pick. Stop, stop, stop. Ryan, you could have made this argument last year, and maybe we would have bought it, but we're living in this world where that's what we thought the Broncos were giving up for Russell Wilson this year, and now it's a top three pick <laughs> yes, next year. but I'm talking about this year's first-round pick. pick. It's the 40, it belongs to the 49ers. Yes. It belongs to the Broncos, but it, it's coming from the 49ers. But there's a chance that the Saints say, we want, we, we don't just want eight, we want your first round pick in 2024. There is a good chance. That would be an interesting. So I see, I see your argument. Yes. And, and, and yes, that, that is fair. Very hit or miss at the end of the first yeah, round. I'm not but going down I, the I think... Broncos are going to finish <laughs> top six in the NFL uh, road again. But that, I mean, that is something that I could see. The Saints demanding is fine because uh, in that report from Adam Schefter, it said the Saints know what top coaches have got in the past. And it's like multiple first round picks, first round picks. Plus, I think what would maybe be enticing to them is the Broncos first round pick in 2024. That would be a hell of a conversation. And one that if that was the breaking point, I would pass. Okay. I would pass. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it's sad. And you take Dan Quinn instead? No, I take Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but my point here is that Sean Payton is my favorite because I'm assuming they want this year's first round pick. Kay. That's fine. It it hurts. It stings because you said, well, you essentially traded Bradley Chubb for Sean Payton. I think that's a good trade. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good trade. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the end, the coach is going to be especially a coach who won at the rate he did, which is essentially two out of every three games, just like Jim Harbaugh, um, is worth more than one of those players that I just named, in my opinion. That, that, especially because a lot of those guys were busts. So there's no guarantee at the end of the first round. Um, I will take Sean Payton, not because of any of that, but because of what I wrote about in the Pick'em this weekend, which was his success with a small quarterback. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> of course, Drew Brees is Drew Brees, and he was very good. But he went to a whole other level with Sean Payton. And Sean Payton actually went into that meeting with Drew Brees. That They both started in New Orleans at the same time. So Drew Brees was a, uh, Sean Payton was hired. Drew Brees was a free mm-hmm. agent. Sean, Sean Payton went into a meeting with Drew Brees and said, started drawing up plays on the, on the board. And Drew Brees said, this is stuff that you like to run? And he said, this is a mixture of what I like to run and what I see you do well. Mm-hmm. And he put together an incredible offense. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees in New Orleans with Sean Payton averaged 4,500 yards and 33 touchdowns per year. That'll do. Just insane numbers. And that's like, that's the middle. Mm-hmm. There was, you know, half of the years were better than that, essentially. So I want a guy to come in here and give you the best chance to win with Russell Wilson. I think it's Sean Payton. 
maybe over like just about anyone in the world, mm. he gives you the best chance to win with Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even if not, let's just say you bring him in and you're thinking he's going to fix Russ and he doesn't, he's still an elite, elite person to groom and, mm-hmm. and you know build the next quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. So as much as I understand the pain of having to give up something to get him, he, to me, having that offensive background, in addition to being an all-time successful head coach, is enough for me to just say, like, that's better than Jim Harbaugh, and it's worth giving something up to get it. If Sean Payton wasn't, uh, or if Jim Harbaugh wasn't on the table, and it's Sean Payton in Tier 1, and then there's a Tier Damn 2, Quinn. Tier 3, Tier 4, yeah. then absolutely, yeah. And, and and if you identify Sean Payton as the guy, and you only have to give up the San Francisco 49ers first-round pick, then yeah, that doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me, but... I, it, all things being equal, so let's say you don't even have to give up anything for Sean Payton. I still like Jim Harbaugh more. And then you mm-hmm. add on the fact that you are giving up a first-round pick of some sort or something to get him. Well, then I really, really like Jim Harbaugh as my favorite because I think he's a better coach than Sean Payton. And mm. then there's two things here. Jim or, or Sean Payton had a lot of success with, with the Saints. There's no doubt about mm-hmm. it. He still had five losing seasons. And to have a Hall of Fame quarterback who is in his prime during four of those losing seasons, and, 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 and I'm putting out Sean Payton's first year with, uh, um, with the Saints just because that was a 7-9 and nine season, but he still had four other 7-9 and nine seasons there with the Hall of Fame quarterback, three of those in a row is disappointing and now again giving him all the success but he did have some failures there um and he did it with the hall of fame quarterback and you're right ryan he got the most out of a hall of fame quarterback a guy that wasn't on a hall of fame trajectory before getting to him you're 100 right there so i still think he's a really good coach but jim harbaugh has only had success is a head coach. Now, it is a much shorter sample size, only mm-hmm. four years in the NFL, but one season where he went eight and eight, and then three seasons when he went to the conference championship game, including his first year in San Francisco, where he took a terrible 49ers team the year mm-hmm. before. Uh, the organization was in shambles, the team was in shambles, and brought him to the NFC championship game that year. And most importantly, he did it with a quarterback situation that was not ideal, and he made it work. He took Alex Smith, who was looking like a bust as a number one overall pick, got him to 17 touchdowns, five interceptions, his best year in the NFL up to that point. And then, so he kind of took a guy that was struggling and a high-profile guy that was struggling and turned him around. Russell Wilson needs that. And then he was able to make Colin Kaepernick really probably should have been a pro bowler, but a borderline pro bowl player got him, got two different quarterbacks to the NFC championship game. So for me, so the if, Super Bowl with Kaepernick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So to me, if anyone can turn Russell Wilson around or has to deal with a different quarterback in the near future, I think Jim Harbaugh kind of, as you said, for Sean Payton, Jim Harbaugh may be better equipped than anyone to mm. do it. Mm-hmm. I will say like Drew Brees, I don't think he's a hall of famer without Sean Payton. Mm. Like I don't I, you just look at what he did in San Diego. Well, that's what I'm saying. He wasn't on a Hall of Fame you know, trajectory but before that. You guys so, yeah. know the domino that was created, right? Mm-hmm. With Drew Brees and Sean Payton. What? Drew Brees was down to two destinations. New Orleans right. and Miami. Yep. The head coach in Miami, Nick Saban. Yep. Mm-hmm. And when Drew Brees in in the Dolphins, essentially Saban wanted Brees. And the Dolphins were iffy on it. The Saints listened to Sean Payton and said, let's go get Breeze. As soon as that happened, Saban said, I'm going back to college. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Basically changed college football for the next 20 mm-hmm. years. Yep. Pretty you, crazy. You look at the numbers, though. It's San Diego, five seasons, 84.9 passer rating. He wow. was not a good quarterback. <clears throat> he, he did get to a Pro Bowl in there, but the rest of the time, not, not anything special as a quarterback. Better, better than Russell Wilson. You can't compare him to Russell Wilson. What, what, but 84.9. Better because, than Russell well, Wilson because, right, this year? Uh, be, he was better than Russell Wilson this year. I mean, 84.9. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Passer rating, though, 20 years ago is different than it is now. So what, what are his other stats? Uh, completed touchdowns and, 63% of his passes, okay, 209 yards per game. Um, was this? 80 touchdowns, 53 interceptions. Okay. So he's yeah. like a solid like, game I mean, manager. Stuff that adds up to 84.9 pass rating. Yeah, but I mean, in 80, that's different than an 84 pass rating now. Okay. J- just to be totally okay. fair. For sure. Um, but to go from essentially yeah, of course, of 200 course, of course. yards a game yeah. and what, like 
what 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 were the touchdown to interception? The like 80, 53. Like 1.7 1. 1. or something? Yeah. 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 To then go to 5,000-yard yeah. seasons yeah. No, and 40 touchdowns. No, and, and, and I'm not trying to <coughs> no, yeah, take yeah. Sean Payton down. He's still my number two by a wide margin compared to the next You think guys. he's number two as in, like, shit? Wow. <laughs> Th- those are your words, Ryan. I don't, what, what are the other candidates then? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so 84.9, though, to 101.5. Yeah. That's a massive jump yeah. over the, the next 15 years. Five years, then 15. You look at those offenses, they score, or in terms of yards, this is just career ranks from beginning of career to, to end for Sean Payton. First, fourth, first, first, sixth, first, second, fourth, first, second, first, second, and then eighth, ninth, twelfth, twenty-eighth. What was but, that in? Yards, just total yards offensively. Wow. Those last four years that don't sound as good, eight, nine, twelve, twenty-eight. In points, third, third, fifth 19th so that last wow. year was rough but i mean oh and i guess i also there was one year in there that he wasn't the coach obviously suspended but this oh, isn't yeah. just like a good offensive coach there's a good chance that he is just the best offensive coach alive like That's the, what I was he has a very say. strong case a very strong case for best offensive coach alive um again he has a hall of quarterback i don't that think you would put up there bill <laughs> walsh <laughs> he'd be kind of washed by now anyway though yeah, so yeah i mean all that aside, I mean, I just don't. When it comes down to that first round pick, I think that's enough for me to side with uh, Jim Harbaugh, though. Oh, okay. I think that's enough for me to side you with man. Jim Harbaugh. You wouldn't trade a first round pick for the best offensive coach alive. These past two days, Henry's just I mean, been in one yeah. answer. He, you he guys just, are, it's all over. You're the place. bringing up things that I have numbers pulled up for. I have to, I have to share the numbers. But yeah, I mean, Jim Harbaugh. I mean, as, as you said, the 49ers, eight straight years, they they don't have a winning record three straight conference championships with harbaugh you know i i get that sean payton is he best to fix russ probably but the the offense would go in two very different directions under these two head coaches with sean payton you're playing shotgun spread a lot of that sort of stuff with harbaugh you're gonna see a lot of what we've seen from the broncos the last couple weeks you know the the extra tight ends fullback on the field you're pounding the ball building the running game keeping that defense going and to me, that feels like a better path to success for this Broncos team right now. And it, it's a tough call, the, the first-round pick, especially when you know they want to pound the rock. That's going to be a, a tackle, hopefully, if there's one on the board still at that point. I, I, I think I lean toward Harbaugh. Hmm. What an interesting conversation. And to be honest, what a great place yeah. to be for the Broncos. Yes. Both, both if and, they get and, one. And like yes. I said, both are very good places to be. We're just presenting yes. our case for for why we think one is better than the other, and boy, they really should get one of these guys now. They should, and I think they will. Mm-hmm. Um, and because, they should have their pick because you know this has calmed down a little bit. But a lot of people said there's no way Sean Payton's coming to Denver. Of course there is, money. Oh, yeah. Well, I again thank the Los Angeles Chargers. Yes. Because I really do think everything was pointing to that's the job he wants. They'd be able to pay him enough, not as much as Denver would go for. But I think Sean Payton's at the point of his career where he wants Mm -hmm. the quarterback and he wants a situation that's better. So now that that's off the table, Henry and I went through it last week. There's no other job that's out there that you say that is a way better situation on the field than the Broncos. Maybe you can you can make a case for the Colts being a little mm-hmm. better. If you believe in Kyler, that's maybe a little better, but with Kyler's injury. But, I mean, what I'm saying is there's not a job now that's leaps and bounds better where that guy says, mm-hmm. I'm not going to put money, or, or, or money's not going to let me move away from this L.A. job or something. So now they're in a point where it's pretty much a coin flip and money can be the difference maker. Mm-hmm. I can't believe... It's the best spin ever that the Chargers winning was actually good this yep, year. Yep. And it's true. But it is. It's yeah. totally true. Yeah. Yep. Because as much as I'm, you know, definitely on the hater side of things when it comes to Justin Herbert, I'm not an idiot. Any offensive coach Click would rather that. have Justin Herbert as their quarterback than Russell Wilson at this point, right. especially with just the, tra- yeah. the, you know, competing trajectories. Yeah. Um, and so shout out to Brandon Staley. For getting the job done just enough, like two weeks, certainly left in the underachieving. Um, <laughs> this year, you think they're underachieving? Yes, uh, I mean, uh, you know, in terms of the expectations, 
not my expectations. They've overachieved my expectations. <laughs> They've underachieved everyone else's expectations. Um, but either way, they got the job done enough to keep his job. And who knows what could happen? Anything can happen in the playoffs once you get to the dance. So I think mm -hmm. that Brandon Saylor would probably be the coach. Although if I were the Chargers and Sean mm -hmm. Payton called and said, if you want me, I'm yours. Especially if it's kind of like, hey, if you want me, I'm yours. Otherwise, got a 303 area yeah, number yeah, yeah. calling me right now. <laughs> yeah, they would be smart to just say, you know, it's like the Bills drafting Josh Allen after the year after they made the playoffs with Tyrod Taylor. It's just like, just because we made the playoffs yep. doesn't mean you're safe. We can upgrade. We're going to do it. They'd be smart to do that, but they'd have to make a trade, and that might scare them off. Would you be interested in Brandon Staley if he became available? No. Not at all? No. No, 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 no. Go get Brian Flores. Like, if you want Brandon Staley, why not just get better Brandon Staley? Ooh, uh, uh, Brian Flores, this has been a tough year for him in terms mm -hmm. of seeing what Mike McDaniel was able to do. But he it's got not Tyree any better. And Jalen Waddle. I, I, I see... The Mike McDaniel, if he wins this week, will have the same record that Brian Flores had last year, but and he'll be a, a win less than he had in a 16-game season two years ago. If, 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 and this is a big if, Tua is healthy. Mm -hmm. What did Brian Flores do with Tua last year? It looked like they should have maybe moved on and drafted a new quarterback. What did Mike McDaniels do with Tua? He made him where he should yeah. have been a pro. That, that, that's criminal that Tua wasn't a pro bowler. He could even be an all-pro with how good his season's been uh, if he wasn't injured. Now, of course, but, the injury yeah. part is big, but that's not something they can control. I think this year's been a tough season for, uh, for Brian Flores. The, the, the offense got better, so. the defense got worse, and it, exactly. it's an and offensive in the, coach and a defensive you're in coach. The and it's, exact an, same and it's place. an offensive league, though. But, you're in the, but you wound up in the exact same place. Other than the fact that you might feel like you have your quarterback of the future. Yeah. But and the other thing is, I mean, they've, they've fallen off, too. Like, it yeah, was a hot have. start for him, too. And that's what you say about some of these offensive coaches. Same thing with Cliff Kingsbury. You come out with all this good stuff, the league figures it out. For sure. Definitely. Really quick, since we're talking about uh, our predictions for the Chargers, I thought they were going to make the playoffs. You didn't. Um, this week, huge game Saturday night for you and me. The Jaguars, if they win, Jaguars. they make the playoffs, and I win our bet. If they lose, Wash. we push. We yeah. push. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's um, incredible. I'm rooting for them. Why? Uh, Could you hate the Titans or I just like the Jags. Like oh. they're fun. They're a fun team. They are. Um mm -hmm. they're a team. If they get into the playoffs, watch could out. upset some Exactly. Stuff. I took yeah. them plus eight thousand to win the Super Bowl a few weeks ago. Ooh. Down to plus a few weeks ago. I thought you yep. took that. Didn't No, that was to win the division. Oh that was also like plus six hundred or something though. Okay. And that one feels really good. But now plus eight thousand is down to like plus fifty five hundred. They win, it's Plus 4,000 max, so I'm at least doubling it. It'd be the exact same thing as the Bengals last year. Yeah. Young quarterback, gets hot at the end of the season, squeaks into the playoffs. There's, yeah. They've got I'll, a chance. I'll trade a, I'll trade a pizza just to see what happens. Cool. <laughs> I love it. I'll I take love a pizza. it. I think I already owe you a pizza. I think so. Because we, I think Brett you and Rippin? I did, no, did the, that was Zach. <laughs> oh, Zach owes me the Brett um, Rippin. You and I did the Colts versus the Jags. That's right. So I lost that mm. one. But then sure. wasn't there a two-on-one Jags-Titans? No, that 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 was? I think it was the Colts. Was it the Colts was two-on-one? Yeah. Okay. Oh, two-on-one, yeah. He owes us each a pizza yep. instead of us <laughs> splitting a pizza. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, pizza party, let's go. Yeah, pizza exactly. Party. That's what it's turned into. We're talking about a lot of odds right now, and if you want to yes. get these odds, check out our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook, as Ryan said, the presenting sponsor of this podcast, and you get $150 in free bets by betting on any college bowl game. You pick one team to win, they win, you get money, still a couple of games left in bowl season, or you can do it with the NFL tonight. Guys, who do you like, the Bills or the Bengals in Cincinnati tonight? If I give you five bucks to put down on one of them, and you get $153 if it hits, who are you taking? Right now over at DraftKings, the Bills are two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. <clears throat> Give me but the, this works with money line. This works with money line. Give too. me the home Bengals. Oh, really? You doing it? I've got the Bills. Ah, I've got the Bills as well. I, I, I think would, it's going to be a hell of a game. Realistically, I would bet on the Bengals because I want to cheer for the Bengals. Yeah. Mm. But I'm trying to get away from that. Just bet on the Ooh, obvious choice. New year, new you. Don't bet with I, your heart. I've been pretty hot recently. I have a new strategy where it's like, okay, I'm going to take a week, and I'm, this is my betting week. I'm going to hammer all the boosts. I'm going to like put in my money. I'm going to take it out at the end. I've just been farming cash. Let's go. I yep. don't think anyone's been hotter than your boy, though. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I need to calculate the units, but I mean, okay. we're talking maybe like up 50 units this weekend. Damn. Oh, this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Parlays? Um, 
And, and a, t- a little bit of that, but a lot of just smashing Georgia when they're down, yeah. smashing Bama yeah, down ten yeah. zero. Mind the runs. It's it's one of Dre and I's number one. Uh, it's dangerous. Number though. one thing. <laughs> yeah. You do end up. I mean, it's like when yeah. you're playing craps and you've got money on every yeah. like number. Yeah. And you're just like, all right, well, if seven comes up, right. I'm in big trouble. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But if anything else comes up, I'm yeah. breaking it in. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. And so you're going. I'm going Bills as well tonight. Mm-hmm. I think. But regardless, get in on DraftKings Sportsbook because. Playoff football, mm-hmm. what a time to be alive. That starts, what, just two weeks from now. And I believe there's Saturday, Sunday games all day. So check them out. Use that code DNBR when you sign up. And make sure to uh, see our show notes for the details. Real quick, just a random thing that happened to me this weekend. Um, I've been thinking a lot about how Jokic is averaging a 30-point triple-double over mm-hmm. his last 10 games. And I'm just like, yep. no one's going to be able to compete with this. He's just going to cruise to MVP number three in a row. Luca over his last six games is averaging yep. a forty-point triple-double. Yep. What? Yes. Oh my gosh, that's insane. <laughs> that that's kind of like our Jim yep. Harbaugh, Sean Payton conversation. It's like, well, maybe you can pick one over the other, make a case, but in the end, yeah. you're still winning with either of them. And really quick, speaking of winning, let's give out our DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week right now, guys. I feel crazy for doing this, actually giving it out as a pick. But how about the Denver Broncos and the, the Los Angeles Chargers going over this week? 40 and a half is the over. A month ago, Ooh. I would have said, give me the under. Broncos are just hitting overs now. Uh, hit the over yesterday, obviously. Hit the over two weeks ago for all the wrong reasons, but the over still hit. Hit the over the week before that. They're on a streak of three or four overs, and at only 40 and a half, I like that this week. All right. I've got Nuggets minus two tonight. Okay. It's the second night of a back-to-back. That's why those odds are the way they are. The Nuggets look incredible, though. Like, they look incredible. They just beat the hell out of the Celtics last night. Yep. And the Nuggets didn't have Jamal Murray. Jamal, rested, coming back tonight, playing the Minnesota Timberwolves, who have lost six games in a row. Two-point spread. Nuggets cover that. I like it. It feels a little dangerous Too to me. easy. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, really quick, Jokic, plus 350 now to win MVP. <sighs> Highest it's been all season. Uh, Right next to Jason Tatum now, who was plus 330. Jason Tatum was irrelevant last night. What's Luka? Luka's at plus 275. So it's essentially a three-man race now at the top. Giannis is at plus 425, so he's in there too. Next after that is Kevin Durant. Um, Jason Tatum. So pretty much a guarantee that it'll be now five MVPs in a row uh, from a Mm non-American. I love that? that you said Jason Tatum was irrelevant. 27 seven, or 25, 7, and 6. Yeah, Not, that's like no, a bad game for you. It is a bad game for Jokic. Nothing Jokic, compared yeah. to, yeah, a 30-point yeah, triple-double exactly. or a 40-point triple-double. <laughs> exactly. You average that. Like, that, yeah. it, that is irrelevant compared to Nicole Jokic. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. My DraftKings pick of the week. Scroll a couple um, tabs left from awards to futures. Okay. Denver Nuggets to win the NBA championship plus 1,200. Plus mm. 1,200. I like it. It's on. Much better odds than Jokic MVP. Yes, it is. It is. It's about the only one. Uh, it's This would be the last time you can get this good a value on it. Mm. True. I said that about Jokic MVP like three weeks ago. Yep. What was it, plus 2,000 then? It was plus 1,200 then. Plus 1,200. So here you go. Yep. The Nuggets will be uh, plus 375 before you know it. Wow. Oh, I love it. I love it. Let's let's go. What else uh, do we have to tell the people about? We also have to tell the people about our friends over at the American Raptors. Mm-hmm. If you are interested in rugby, uh, then this is just the, the, the spot for you. And if you're not interested in rugby, then you're wrong and bad and fix yourself by going to AmericanRaptors.com. Get some free tickets to go watch these guys play. Uh, you can also watch their matches live at AmericanRaptors.com. They played Infinity Park in Glendale. It's the same place the U.S. national team trains. And uh, the goal is to take athletes from other sports, put them in the American Raptors program for a year or two, get them up to, up to speed so that they can be a part of that U.S. national team. It's a really cool program that they have going out there. And like I said, AmericanRaptors.com. Free tickets. Uh, you can watch the games there and also follow along with DNVR Rugby. There we go. We good? We're good. All right. Let's get to the Super Chats here. Uh, just so everyone knows, if you're new to the show, we <laughs> always hit our Super Chats in the third segment. Yep. Um, that's how we do it. We appreciate it if you hit us with a thumbs up as well. We would. Uh, what were you going to say, Al? Oh. 
All right, let's start here with Ben. Can you make that a little bit bigger? Oh, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Um, shout out to Ben for a $10 super chat. Thank you, Ben. How about a contract redo with Russ? I think he would be open knowing he's been playing so poorly. This could win back fans and teammates. $25 million with incentives to $50 million if he wins the Super Bowl. Okay, so Ben, love where the head's at. Um, but Russell Wilson, there's no reason for him to do this. The Broncos took a gamble. When they signed him before the season, they obviously thought it was a good gamble mm -hmm. to sign him before the season to save a couple million dollars at, instead of doing it after this year. And they have lost the gamble miserably so far. But Russell Wilson won the gamble. He's not just going to give back money to the Broncos. So I totally like where, where, where you're coming from, but this is just something that I would be blown away if it happened because $25 million is what? Uh, slightly below average quarterback pay right now? Like average quarterback? He's not going to do that because he's still putting the work in. He, he, and, and it's not like he's like taking time off and stuff, so it, it's just not going to happen. There is literally no situation where you could convince me to just give away $25 million, $15 million, whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. Like That is that will not happen. That just I, I would never do that. Nobody would ever do that. Russell Wilson will not do that. I don't. There, there is no chance that he is just going to give away money. I won't put it at a 0% chance. Really? Just because Russ is Russ. I don't know. I, I think that he – I won't put it at a 0% chance that he's the type of person that's like, I I didn't do it. I didn't earn it. I want to do what's best for the team. Now, I'm. let's just be clear. I'm putting this at like a 2% chance, yeah. just not zero. Um, I think it's a good idea for the Broncos, I think. It's a bad idea for Russ. And just to be fair, Russ has never taken a discount for, from what I remember. I think when he mm -hmm. signed uh, one of the contracts with Seattle was the biggest contract ever. He signed this one. Yep. May have been the slightest amount of discount um, just because mm -hmm. it didn't set every record in terms of value, guaranteed money, all that. But it was right up there. And yep. let me just be clear. No football player should ever take a discount. No. No. So Tom Brady was stupid. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I mean, now he doesn't yeah. have Giselle's money to fall back on. Uh, that is Something true. tells me he'll be fine, though. <laughs> Something tells He's me he'll be fine. He's got that, was it, Fox deal after? Yeah, he'll be fine. But <laughs> well, I wonder just don't take discounts to play football. It's, it's, it's not worth it. The, the game takes too much of a toll on your body to, to take discounts. If Tom Brady had asked for what, another $10 million a year, he probably comes out with another $100 million from his career. How many rings does he lose? Oh. Three of them? That's a good is question. that difference between six and three? I don't know. Quite possible. Those, those really margins are so slim. I'd put the number at three. Yeah. That, the thing that's is, like, to him? no one else is Tom Brady. That is true. That, that's how you would be able to sell it to Russ, is if he really wants this legacy, mm -hmm. then in winning, what did he say, four or five more, three or four more Super Bowls, then that's how you do it is by building a team around you. But he had that mindset when he took this big contract, too. Can, if you completely restructure a contract, is that – Take away all the dead cap, all everything. I think it's it's allowed. I think like if, if yeah, he agrees. Upon. What yeah. if Russ was just like, I'm playing on the vet min next year. <laughs> <laughs> the NFLPA would be very upset oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, they would. <laughs> and I, I will eat this shoe. Wow, okay. okay there that you go. one specifically? Yep. yep. Dirty. Boiled Old or just straight up? Hair in it. Uh, we'll cross that bridge when we don't get there. All right. Man, I really hope Russ takes his deal. Next one. From Chance. Uh... Jameer Gibbs just declared for the draft. How would you feel if Denver took him early in the draft? There was actually a uh, a mock draft mm -hmm, that had this happening. McShay, um, maybe? Yeah, it was it was a big name. Yeah, I believe it was McShay had the Broncos drafting Gibbs in the first round with that late 20s pick from the 49ers. Boy, I mean, it would be a sexy pick, wouldn't it? And then you just dream Javante, Gibbs, what's this going to look like? But that's a luxury pick. When you're scheduled to have the third overall pick in the draft in terms of like how you were the previous year, you can't do a luxury pick like that. Uh, by the way, real quick, Ian Rapport just putting out a report that says uh, Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh figures to be in demand in the NFL if he's truly interested in the Broncos are not the only team that have reached out to him. Makes sense. They should not be. Every if team Jim should Harbaugh have reached was, out. If Jim Harbaugh was the coach... Gibbs might make more sense. Potentially, but um, do you need a first-round pick? I hope not. I hope not. That that would mean 
Javante's done. They, they, they believe that he can't be that type of player because you do need to draft a running back next year to help you get by until Javante's fully back. But if you're going first-round running back, it means, unfortunately, you think that Javante's knee is too messed up forever. I think uh, – I don't – it is not my dream scenario, but just given – and there's a lot of things they'll change, but given as it looks right now where there's probably not a, a tackle that's – that's on the board at 28 that won't still be there at 50. Like there's, there's just nothing in that area. The tight ends are probably the other place I look and, you know, I really like Michael Meyer. If he falls, I I wouldn't mind that pick. He's probably there at like 12, 13, 14, 15. He goes. And I see a world in which this pick makes sense because it's not the running ability from Jameer Gibbs. Like as a running back. Yes. He's a very good runner of the football, he caught more balls than anybody in Alabama's offense this year. Yep. And and when you look at how this Anyone, Broncos wow. team is structured, yeah. that is what's missing. Like, he is one of the best receiving backs to come out of the door. I mean, honestly. Can you get like, Russ to check it down? <laughs> I think so. I mean, we've okay. seen I, th- I think we've seen that a lot more recently. But Yesterday, we saw it more than we ever have. More than ever. Yeah, week one. Week one and yesterday. The two good yep. mm-hmm. offensive games. Yep. But, I mean, the passing offense needs to get better. I don't think you can really... I don't think they will make moves at receiver. I think you go into next year with Tim Patrick, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and just the way their contracts make uh, work, it's a lot easier to make changes after next year. And that's why if you want to add to the receiving game, it's the same case I made for Christian McCaffrey. I think maybe the best way to do it is to add a really, really good receiving back. Like we saw that throw he made to Chase Edmonds yesterday. That's the kind of stuff you're doing every time. And if you're bringing in Sean Payton, it's Alvin Kamara. You're giving him his Alvin Kamara. And then you look at the Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram combo. They had Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray combination. They always had those two running backs. So I think Javante and Jameer Gibbs, you're, you're fixing that position. It's not the most important position. I I understand why they do it. I I totally understand. You make a Mm -hmm. great case of how good of a fit Jameer Gibbs would be. But where was, where was Kamara drafted? Late the third but round. Where but, would he be well, drafted if we had known? No, but, but I think he was the second, wasn't he? I believe he was third. Okay, be, be, end of, I thought it was third, but may, maybe it was the second. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're talking about filling the need of a receiving back. That is the ultimate luxury to pick in the first round. Is it though? Yeah. Yes. Are you sh- in this situation? Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Because just where this team is at, let's not forget they are staring at a four and thirteen season. They have a lot more holes to fill than just a receiving back. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not as far down the never invest anything in running backs path as some people are. First round pick on a running back, it has to be a generational player in my opinion, or a just an absolute freak. And and yeah. you just also can't forget you do have Javante Williams there. That you invested a second round pick in and he, traded yeah. up for. Who, but who he's just a gambler. Who's this lived up to it outside of obviously eh. the injury, which you, you don't think Javante's lived up to the second round he pick? He was no, on he his way. he missed too much. He was on his way. Well, that, that's what I mean. Yeah. The outside he of He was injury. on his way. Yeah. But, this, but that's the whole reason why you don't invest so much in running backs. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But again, it's receiving back. You know, it's not it's not your between the tackles. That is that is for Christian McCaffrey. I agree, but that is the position. Like you don't invest in running backs who are between the tackles. The guys who are getting paid right now are the guys who are like Alvin Kamara, are like Christian McCaffrey, who do a lot more than just run the football. What was the trade for McCaffrey? Second and third. Again, he would answer all these problems, and and a second and a third or the twenty eighth pick, basically the same value. All right, next question. Good conversation. Good question. Um, We did that one. Next one from Jacob. If Peyton can revive Drew Brees' career coming off a huge shoulder surgery and can turn Tony Romo from undrafted holder into consistent starting QB, he could do wonders with Russ. I don't think Sean Peyton did anything with Tony Romo. The timelines wouldn't add up. No. Wouldn't they? I don't because because he what two thousand five was his first year no two thousand six was first year at the Saints so I bet let's see I just pulled it up uh, Cowboys yeah so he was quarterbacks coach assistant head coach for three years before wow so that would have been with Romo. Tony Romo two thousand three two thousand that sounds right we can double okay. check on that wow. too I mean okay. take his word for it that feels sure. like it was not that long ago no no Man, no he's forty two 
I was like 11 when Tony Romo became a thing. <laughs> Seriously. Mm. It doesn't feel right. So he he did not play his first two years, which were with Sean Payton. Yeah. But okay, go. but he you could give him credit for developing. Yep. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't know. I mean not sole credit. He was yeah. ready to go when he hit the field, which was right after Sean Payton left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think that's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, uh, but but I don't. He think doesn't. You don't have to stretch for him because you have the. Drew it's, ex- stuff. it's exactly right. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think that he could do wonders with Russ. I'm like just imagining the throws that Drew Brees was making. Like Russ can make those throws. Teaching him to read it as well as Drew Brees would be the one thing that I'm concerned about, um, and it would just it would be his biggest job. I think there is a huge wrinkle that we haven't talked about that we need to later this week regarding the Broncos getting Sean Payton. I think it's huge. I think it's huge. That's like almost too good of a tease. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next one. Oh, Vic Fangio. No, but Uh, we need another wrinkle that we need to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. Let's let's talk about that later this week. Okay, Sam, uh, do you think it's a problem that they seem to have two front runners while still being sued for giving... Uh, minority candidates perfunctory sham interviews, and that's I mean, no, I I don't I don't think so. I think that the case against the Broncos is one of the weaker cases. It is also why Brian Flores isn't actually a real candidate in Denver, although he is a candidate everywhere else. Just about. Well, we also we also don't know who the other candidates are, and that's kind of the interesting thing about them. St- typically, when they start the head coaching process, it's right after the season ends, and then the three days after, we really start hearing about legitimate candidates. The Broncos are going to start interviews next week, so maybe mm-hmm. this week we'll start hearing, but just because there hasn't been other names mentioned doesn't mean it's just down to two guys yes. uh, and, and everything else. They're going to have more interviews, and... Um, I, I don't I don't know how to phrase this, but uh, Evero is is going to get an interview if he wants it, and that will uh, again I I don't want to sound mm-hmm. um, bad with this, but that will meet the minority candidate um, well, thing there, and mm-hmm. I believe they also have to interview one one other. The bit, most important thing here is no one currently involved in the in this coaching search is involved yeah. in that lawsuit. Yep, right, everybody's right, gone. Right. And on top of that, the Broncos tried to give Evero the interim job, which. Th- if it ever came to it, they can make the case like that was his best mm-hmm. chance of getting this job. We wanted to see what he could do as the head coach. He didn't want it. Um, so on the whole, I do think it is a problem um, that a lot of these searches end up this way, mm-hmm. which is favorite off the top. It's usually a white guy with an offensive mm-hmm. background. We've even talked about how um, quarterbacks coaches even are dis proportionately white which is like the number one position to go into offensive coordinator which is number one position to go to head coach so there are definitely problems when it comes Mm -hmm. to this i would say there's also two candidates that have over uh you know a 600 winning percentage Mm -hmm. as head coaches in the nfl here it's obvious that they're the two you know main candidates and and that's why in, in a search if you're searching for a coach and you interview one black coach and nine white coaches then yeah, that's a, that's a really bad look, and it makes it kind of obvious that there might be something up. Like Ryan said, in a situation like this where there are two great, great coaches who you're not even trying to interview and search and figure out who you want, and like those are two guys who any football team would want to have as their coach. Yes. There's good coaches. I totally agree. I mean, it's not a bad look to say these are the two guys we want, and you know, it it, it does make it kind of ugly when we sit here and say like they do need to interview a minority coach in order to be able to make this happen. And yeah, that is an ugly part. That part sucks. It does suck, but it is, I think kind of the world that we all accept that the Broncos are kind of in right now when you're chasing the two top coaches and they both happen to be white. It's, it's just this weird, weird dynamic. And what we can say about this Broncos ownership group and all that is that they probably have more minorities in positions of power than any other, any other organization in the league you yep. know you have kelly klein even <laughs> like the highest ranking yep. woman in a front office yep damani leach, leach black president i mean there's two, Rice, pe- two people in Lewis Hamilton. Yep. multiple yeah three people then yeah um, yep. because you also have melody hobson yep yep so again like i don't think that that is an issue for this group but it is just an ugly situation where 
you know, for however long, nobody hired black head coaches. And so they made, needed to make a rule to make sure that black head coaches had a chance. And now you're in a situation where because of that rule, you almost feel like you're treating the black head coaches poorly. Yeah, that, that's I what know. I was going to say is this, there's, a, there's an issue with the Rooney rule because it results yeah. in, in situations like this. It needs to be rethought and maybe made to, so there aren't these sham interviews, mm -hmm. for, for lack of a better well, term. And I, I think Evero could have a, a legitimate interview, though. Yeah, I think he, it would have been a lot more legitimate if he accepted the interim role. Mm -hmm. I, that was yeah. him that turned it down. I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's going to be ugly when it happens. A super chat from Seth says, Happy New Year, fellas. Thank, Thank you, Seth. You, Happy, Seth. New, Year Happy New Year to you as well. You as well. And Happy New Year to you guys. Happy New Year, Happy guys. New Year. And uh, do we have any more super chats? And we have one comment on the website from Brewlock says, one thing that gives me hope for next year's roster, as Russ pointed out, is the 20-plus guys coming off IR. However, regarding mm -hmm. injuries, while I agree something should probably change with the training staff, realistically, much more blame needs to be placed on the front office. You knew Randy Gregory had problems before signing. K.J. Hamler couldn't even run the 40 in college because of hamstring issues. Mm -hmm. Bryce Callahan, Ronald Darby, Juwan James, Moody, Boye, etc. Crafting a large part of your free agent philosophy and draft philosophy around finding value with guys that have been injured and or are undervalued, but high-level players when healthy is how you get league-leading injuries as a result. Mm -hmm. I suppose rant over, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. P.S. As I DM'd Hank the other day on Twitter, I've been a listener since sometime in 2018 and a member since around 2019, but have never figured out how to comment on the pod. <laughs> Huge fan of the show. Can't wait for the vibes to be even higher when we're actually competitive. Love that you've been rolling with us, Brew Lock. And I think you're spot on. I think that's that's a great point. If yep. you sign or draft injured players, expect them to be injured. injured yep. We've been saying it for years. Yeah. It's true. Uh, and boy, and this it's year. It's so easy to talk yourself into them. Yep. Because you see what they can do, and you're like, mm -hmm. well, if they don't get hurt, and then you just can't be that mad when they do get yeah. hurt. Yep. 100%. But at the same time, even before they did this, they had injury problems. Like, it's not like it's just this year or last year, it's been five consecutive years. And but you look at the free agent signings and the draft signings. I mean, just some guys really? off the top of my head. Jake Butt, what was he? True. An injured guy. True. He got True. injured. What about every right tackle the Broncos have had pretty much? The ones that haven't succeeded, yeah. which have been most True. of them, Juwan they've James. been injured guys. Yeah. So um, I, I also think that, and it's certainly not just all that, but that is something that plays in. I think it's a great point, uh, mm -hmm. Brulock. Great point. Great pod. Uh, mm -hmm. Great position for the Broncos to be in if they can get one of these guys. And essentially, it's like you have this amazing opportunity to get a head coach that has won over, you know, six out of every 10 games they've ever coached. Yep. And I think the Broncos have a great opportunity because they have the biggest checkbook. What are the yep. odds the Broncos wind up with Harbaugh or Peyton? I'm going to go. Uh, I would say minus 150. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say 66% which yeah. I think is similar. Yeah, and I was going to go over 50%. So. That's minus two. All right. Yeah. We're right in that, yep. in that category. Only more information is going to come out as the weeks unfold here. We'll be riding with you guys if you ride with us. Uh, and so we'll be right back on the DNVR Broncos podcast tomorrow. Flying cotton